we're going to the book of John, the Gospel of John, the second chapter, and we're going to read verses 18 through 21. John chapter 2, verses 18 through 21. Hallelujah. I, uh, I didn't really want to preach a traditional type Easter uh, message. I, I prayed and sought God. I says, Lord, you know, direct me in a, uh, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a different way here. I want to, I want, I want to declare the risen Savior, but to, to bring it uh, to contemporary ears that where we need today. And I feel like God um, has given me something on that. Let's. Let's read these scriptures here together in, in John's Gospel. Then answered the Jews and said uh, unto him, What sign showest thou unto us, seeing that thou doest these things? Jesus answered and said unto them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will rise, raise it up. Then said the Jews, Forty and six years was this temple in building, and wilt thou rear it up in three days? But he spake of the temple of his body. Back at verse 19, Jesus said, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. And he spoke of the temple of his body. Let's pray together. Lord, as we come today, we thank you and we praise you for the privilege to be in your house today. We thank you, God, for the service thus far. And each and every one that's come out today, now I'm asking for your anointing. I need your touch, God, upon my body to help me deliver this word. And, God, I ask, God, that you will speak to the hearts of the people today. In Jesus' name, let everybody say amen. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. It is good to see everybody out today uh, and uh, that is here, and um, uh, especially Brother Gary. I'm going to tell you, mine is just like uh, old home week. Hallelujah. And uh, he could uh, he could tell some of it. You knew of some stories on Wednesday nights when uh, it was uh, nobody more than me, him, and my family, and uh, and Brother Baggett. Uh, and uh, God has blessed Christ Family Church since those days. He's blessed us. Hallelujah. Uh, and uh, I want to speak to you a word today, a subject: uh, Our God is a resurrecting God. Hallelujah. Our God is a resurrecting God. Church, today we celebrate the central message or theme of of the Christian faith, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Let's just face it. Without the resurrection, there would be no Bible, there would be no church, and there would be no true joy in the world. We would live our life the best we could and then enter the grave with not ever having a hope or chance to come out again. Thank God for the resurrection. Look at your neighbor and say, I thank him for the resurrection. All of our hope, everything that we want to be, all is wrapped up in the resurrection story. Hallelujah. This today is what sets us apart from all those other religions. This here shows the reality of who you and I serve. That He was more than just a man. He was God in flesh. Hallelujah. Amen. And I got news. Even on those days when those guards was walking around on the outside, 
thought they was keeping Jesus in, he wasn't in then. Hallelujah. He was in the heart of the earth, preaching to the spirits in prison, setting the Old Testament saints free. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something, folks. There's one th- Well, I think they even had it on the sign out here at First Apostolic. You can't keep a good man down. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, he went down, but he came up. And that gives us victory. That gives us hope. That gives us assurance. Hallelujah. Settle down, Sammy. Hallelujah. It's hard for me to do. Hallelujah. I say a lot of man, I gotta watch myself. I just gotta calm this down, but I'm just like the old prophet. Amen. Jeremiah says, I tell you what, I'm not gonna open my mouth no more. Jeremiah says, every time I open my mouth and I begin to speak the word of God, I wind up in jail, I wind up in a dungeon, I get in trouble somewhere. And so Jeremiah went through the point. He thought he was just going to fold his hands. He was going to close his mouth and not speak. Oh, but man, he said, it come out because it's like fire. He said, shut up in my bones. And I thank God today for the Holy Ghost fire that's as real today than it ever has been. Glory. Hallelujah. Yeah. Jesus did die. And he rose again on the third day, just like he said he would do. We have all the evidence we need to know beyond a shadow of a doubt. Our God is a resurrecting God. He's a resurrecting God. And those of us who have obeyed the gospel look forward to a resurrection and reunion of those millions who have died in the faith and are now waiting for His return. Hallelujah. You want to know what keeps this old boy going? Hallelujah. I'll tell you what keeps this old boy going. I stand up here and I look back and in my mind I can still see Brother Hale and Sister Hale. I can see precious Brother Baggett. Hallelujah. And I can name them on and on and Brother Phil. Amen. And hundreds and thousands of them. Lord and God. Hallelujah. Because he lives and they're with him today and one day there will be a resurrection and a reunion like nobody's ever seen. Praise God. But there are some, there are some who have experienced other kinds of death. I'm not talking about a natural death. But I'm talking about a spiritual death. There are some who experience spiritual deaths who need just as much a resurrection today so they can be assured of the resurrection when Jesus comes. I want you to know something today, folks. You have got to experience a resurrection right now if you ever hope to experience a resurrection in the future. Hallelujah. There has got to be a resurrection in your life today. And if you have never had that resurrection, if you've never experienced that resurrection, 
then you better get a hold of it. Amen. And you better get a hold of it in your heart and in your soul because you've got to have the resurrection that I'm talking about today if you're ever going to experience the resurrection of the future. Let me give you some examples. Hallelujah. Like I said, I don't intend to hold you long, but there are some people, and I see them every day. I work with people. I meet people. There are people in my family. But there are some people, number one, who need a resurrection of hope. But I want you to know that our God is a resurrecting God. Hallelujah. The most dangerous state an individual can be is in a state of hopelessness. It is a place of misery and self-destruction because of the overwhelming feelings of abandonment and defeat. You have been hit hard by the cold, hard realities of the struggles in this life. You have no optimism left. You have no confidence that things will ever change. In short, you feel as if you have no reason to go on, no nothing to hold on to. And the main question, amen, in your mind is what's the use of trying anymore? Hallelujah. And when you experience those kinds of things, you need a resurrection of hope. Can somebody say amen? You need to allow the same God who resurrected Jesus from the grave energize you with a resurrection of hope. The Bible says that hope is the anchor of the soul. In other words, hope is, is what stabilizes you and keeps you from drifting away with the current of opposition on the sea of this life. In the book of Psalms chapter 42 and verse 5, amen, in the Holman Christian Standard Version, he says, why am I so depressed? Why this turmoil within me? Put your hope in God, for I will still praise Him, my Savior and my God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want you to know today, no matter what else crumbles out from within you, hallelujah. Brother Randy, we can make it if we keep our hope in God. Hallelujah. hallelujah. Psalms 146 and 5. It says, Happy is he that hath the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God. Hallelujah. Now, we got a lot of people already counting the days. Some of them are beginning to spend money, and they've got all their hope on who's going to win the next election. Hallelujah. Well, I don't want to burst your bubble, but those those of us on this end of the totem pole down here, no, it don't much matter who wins the election, we're going to be about floating in the same boat we've always been floating in. Amen. Hallelujah. Because a lot of politicians has only got one philosophy, the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. Hello, somebody. Glory to God. I don't, listen, I don't put my hope in no politician, Democrat, Republican, Independent, or any other kind. Hallelujah. 
My hope rests in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Listen, this world, amen, we know what the Bible says is going to happen. And we're living in these last days. We're living in the times that all this thing, amen, is fixing to come about. Glory to God, and the man of sin will soon be revealed. Hallelujah. If you've got any hope at all today, you better put it in Jesus Christ because you cannot exist. Oh, God, please don't make me run. Oh, hold on, I don't want to run, hallelujah, but I'm feeling it in my feet. <laughs> Happy is he that hath a God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God. Hallelujah. If I begin to make a list and I begin to call off all the different people in my life that have let me down, you would be here the rest of the night. And you know what? Everybody sitting under the sound of my voice would be in about the same boat. Hallelujah. We've all been let down. We've been abused. We've been used. Hallelujah. We've been lied to. Hallelujah. Kind of makes you kind of makes you want to uh, think about that old country song. I've been cheated, mistreated. When will I be loved? Well, guess what? Jesus loves you. I said Jesus loves you. Do you think he, oh my, what he put, put himself through, what he put through if he didn't love you? And every individual person in this room today can look in the mirror. And I, I'm telling you this from the bottom of my heart, church. Everybody can look in this mirror, into a mirror and you can say, if there was nobody else here but me, he still would have done it. He still would have done it. Hallelujah. If you're sitting out there in that audience today, you can look up and say, even if that little short, fat preacher wasn't around, Jesus still would have died because he would have died for me. Hallelujah. He would have died for you because he loved you. That's why we need, if, 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 our, if our hope has taken a hit, if, if, if our hope has been killed, amen, and uh, it's been buried because of um, you know, this thing or that thing, I want you to know today, amen, that our God is a resurrection God, and He can resurrect hope back into your life. He can resurrect hope into your job. He can resurrect hope into your church. He can resurrect hope into your family. Lord, God, anywhere you need a resurrection of hope, Lord, My God is in the resurrection business. He's in the resurrection business. But you know, maybe there's some folks that still got some hope. All their hope ain't died. But there's some folks who need a resurrection of desire. Hallelujah. Some people need a resurrection of desire. I've been a witness down through the years of so many people who once were burning flames for the kingdom of God. But now all that is left are ashes of the memories of how they once had sweet communion with their God. Oh, Lord. And when you sift through the ashes of what had been, you will soon notice that it was desire that had kept the far going 
Hallelujah. Desire was the fuel. But when desire dried up, the fire soon went out. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. What are you saying, Brother Sammy? I'm telling you this. If you've got to push yourself to do anything for God, then you need to get a resurrection of desire. Come on, somebody. Amen. If you're one of those that has to be pushed to get up to go to church. Hallelujah. If you're one of those that has to be pushed into praying. If you're one of those that has to be pushed into fasting. If you're one of those that has to be pushed into reading the Word of God, then you need to get a resurrection in your life. And that resurrection you need is a resurrection of desire to live for God. Hallelujah. You watch all of those programs on television, CSI, NCIS, and all this stuff, and you see them there, and they're doing all kind of autopsies and trying to find out what happened to this one and what happened to that and what made this one die, what made this one kick the bucket. Hallelujah. When you look at, when you look at somebody who once used to have fellowship with God and walk with the Lord, and now there's nothing but a corpse there, you begin to do on autopsy and you're going to find out what killed them. They lost their desire. They lost their desire. Psalms 27 and 4. Psalmist David says, One thing. Look at your neighbor and say, One thing. One thing have I desired of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His, in His temple. One thing. You see, Brother Paul was telling me a while ago about all the stuff he's got planted out in his garden and planted. And uh, you can plant things in a garden, be it a vegetable garden or a flower garden. I guarantee you, amen, I don't care what you planted there, you, you go out there and look after time, you're going to see some other things growing besides what you planted. Hallelujah. And I don't care it can quit raining, and then it might not rain for a month. Everything else quits growing, but something about weeds, they just keep on popping up. Hallelujah. That's strange. I mean, I don't care. Everything else is dying and drying up because they've been around. More than weeds, man, they're pretty. Hello, somebody. Amen. And those weeds will begin to choke out the good things. They'll begin to choke out the valuable things. And that's what happens to a man or a woman when they begin, when their desire begins to die. David says, one thing have I desired of the Lord. Hallelujah. You see, we, we begin to try to cry out in too many other loves in our life. We, we try to include too many other things in our life that we want a, a part of our life. Amen. And Jesus gets putting further back, further back, further back all the time. Hallelujah. For for long you know it, you're desiring you're desiring to to keep that job so you can make up those high car payments or that house or or this or that, and you desire all all this and and all those things. The psalmist says one thing. 
have I desired. Do you know that the Word of God teaches principles? The Word of God is built upon principles. And one of those principles is, and this is, this is the Word of the Lord Himself. He said, if you seek first the kingdom of what? And His righteousness. He said, he said uh, some of these other things. Uh-uh. He didn't say some. He didn't say part. He said all of these things, other things will be added unto you. You see, what we can't get past is the devil sitting on shoulder lying to us and say, well, you, you can't put God first because if you put God first, you're going to lose this, 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 and this. Hello, somebody. But the truth of the matter is, if you don't put God first, you're going to lose this, 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 and this. Hello, somebody. Seek first the kingdom of God. One thing have I desired. Psalms 19, I've got to move on. Psalms 19, verses 9 and 10. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. Verse 10. More to be desired are they than gold. Yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than the honey and the honeycomb. The devil is good about putting everything else in front of us to make us desire. Now, this kind of preaching, I'm, I'm preaching to you right now, especially is not popular in this day with it, as, as, as bad as, and high as unemployment is and everything. But just because you get this, you look, uh, sit right down in front of you, it looks like this cushy, cushy job with all kind of money, and all that stuff. Don't sit there and listen to the devil sitting on your shoulder. Grab that, grab that. That's a blessing. That's a God from blessing from God. I'm here to tell you that not everything is pa passed in front of you is a blessing from God. Hallelujah. The devil knows how to use bait like nobody's business. Hallelujah. And there's a lot of people on the sound of my voice this afternoon. You've been baited by the, by the devil to the utmost. Hallelujah. I've been baited by him. Hallelujah. Oh, and we want, and then we're going to want, oh, God has blessed me with this. And you, there's a quick way to judge all those things, folks. One of the first things is, if I, if I do this, if I take this or I accept this job, or if I do this, 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 and this, is, is this going to bring me any closer to God? And I don't care what it is, if it don't bring you no closer to God, you need to walk away from it. Oh, God. Oh, God. I want to fast. I got, hey, quit crying to run around and hear a word from God from this preacher or any other preacher when the Word of God is already written and told us in His book. Hallelujah. He's already given it to us. Hallelujah. One thing have I desired, O oh Lord. We've got a lot of people who need to get a resurrection of desire to serve God, to realize once and for all 
Hallelujah. Amen. That, that, that living up with the Joneses is not what all it's cracked up to be. Hallelujah. Having all this kind of materialism is not all it's cracked up to be. Hallelujah. It's amazing how the devil can get us so sidetracked sometimes. We need to get a resurrection of desire. I'm going to get to the last point, then I'm going to close. Third and finally today, some need to get a resurrection from death to life. Hallelujah. We need a resurrection from death into life. Church, I mean, we're part of a family here. You, my homies. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We in the hood together. Hallelujah. So I'm going to tell you. I'm telling you from my heart. You can look around and you can go to other churches that's got more programs, more entertainment, bigger buildings. Man, you can see them nowadays with every kind of thing. But you can count on your hands churches just in this city alone that it can even come close to this Holy Ghost Spirit of God that moves in this family. And how the power of God moves and lives are changed and miraculous healings are taking place. You can't get that everywhere. There's a lot of churches today, apostolic churches, Pentecostal churches, they need to get a resurrection from death unto life. I'm here to tell you, I wouldn't spend a half a second in a dead church listen to a dead, dried-up preacher. Lord, and God, it ain't got nothing. Because if he ain't got nothing, he can't give you nothing. Peterson, such as I have, give all to me. If you ain't got none, you can't give it. <coughs> I'm not saying they're not good people. I would love. A lot of my family, my natural family, has gone on. They passed on. There's still a few of the, the Pruitt generation scattered around here and there. And I would love to be able to worship with my family. But what I'm telling you today. Some of you that knows it's not been long enough. It goes back to the day when I wasn't number just a little kid. You know that I made a choice 
over truth and family a long time ago. And even though I'd, rather, I'd love to be with my family, I'd love to be in a church with my family. Hallelujah. I've got to be where the Spirit of God is. I've got to be where the truth is being administered to. I've got to, pre- I've got to be where I can get into the holies of holies because I want you to know something. I've got some struggles in my life. The devil slaps me in the face every day. I cannot survive this week if I can't get something from God today. I won't make it tomorrow. Unless I can get moved in my spirit today. That's why I'm here. Some people need a resurrection from death to life. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, folks, it's not worth it. John chapter 5, verse 25 and 26. Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the hour is coming, and now is. Notice that phraseology there. He said this was, this was now, back there when he was speaking it. Not somewhere out in the future, but this, he said this is, this is now is, happening right now. He said the hour is coming, it's, and it's here, it's right here right now. When the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God, and they that hear it shall live. For as the Father has life in himself, so hath he given the life, uh, given to the Son to have life in himself. Now, a lot of people have under, a problem understanding when the Bible talks about death. That's why the Bible tells us we have to write and divide the Word of God. When he said the hour is coming and now is it that when the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God. This dead, he's not talking about people laying out there in the graveyard somewhere. He's not talking about those that's in the tombs. But he's talking about those who are dead in trespasses and sins. You were born in this world a dead man or a dead woman. Hallelujah. If you are living in your sins without repentance and salvation, the Bible says you are dead. You are a dead man walking. You are a dead woman walking. You need a resurrection. Hallelujah. You need to pass from death unto life. And you've got to go where the life is to get a hold of it. If you need something from God, if you need a good blessing, hallelujah, then you need to get to the spout where the glory pours out. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful of what God has blessed us with. The love of God, the truth of God, and the Spirit of God is packed up and stored up in abundance in our church family. You see, we've learned something in the last few months. It's not it's not a building that makes a church. 
It's not a program that makes the church. You can go to different churches, and a lot of the churches sing. They sing the same songs, but ain't it amazing? Hallelujah. Isn't it amazing that you can go somewhere and what amazing grace is sung? It's just something just rumbles down deep in your soul. But then you can hear somebody else sing it, and there's nothing there. I tell you, it's because of a lack of anointing. Hallelujah. It's a lack of anointing. Hallelujah. We've got to have it to survive in this day and age. Hallelujah. Our God is a resurrecting God.